Hi guys, we are here with uh, Tui. She is, that's right, Tui, right? Yes, Tui. Nice. As a Frenchman, <laughs> I was sure I would destroy it. So we are here with Tui. She is a vegan fitness coach. That's what you said that specializes into helping women achieve their fitness goal or even go beyond their fitness goals while using a plant-based diet. Is that right? Exactly. That's exactly it. So, so tell me this, you, you, you were saying before we started recording that you've been vegan for what, five and a half years now? Yes. I've been vegan for a little bit over five and a half years. Um, and yeah, still going strong. <laughs> were you, let me ask you this, were you fit beforehand or is that something that happened through you making a switch to a plant-based diet? I thought I was fit. I mean, I was, I was, you know, like bodybuilding and I was lifting heavy and I had big muscles and I was bulky. Um, and honestly, when I went vegan, I thought I'm going to lose my gains. Like I thought I'm going to be, you know, hard time to have protein, hard time to keep the gains. But what actually happened, I started to Um, get really lean and I started to recover faster so I could train more and I started to get leaner and then I actually realized what it is to be fit and I've just been getting fitter like all the time still getting fitter and stronger um, so the, the switch to a plant-based diet I think played a massive role into reaching that body that I wanted and reaching like a better performance as well. Were you bigger than now back then or very similar size just leaner now? I was around, I was a couple of kilos heavier, but if I would show you a picture, you would probably wouldn't recognize me because I was like much more puffy. Like it was that weird, uh, you know, bodybuilding type that you could see like muscles. I had kind of abs, but like my face and everything was like bloated, um, yeah. which I was so used to that I only realized it once it went away that, oh shit, like I had quite a lot of like extra kind of fat around all those muscles. I, so, yeah. I don't know what it is I what it is about uh, being vegan that just cuts down the puffiness the water retention doesn't seem to be there I'm I'm almost 40 years old still have abs I'm in better shape than most 20 year olds by far and we're, mm-hmm. I I don't work out harder than I did back back 15 years ago it's still the same it's really just the diet makes the whole difference right Yeah, I think it's like also the inflammation that animal products cause in your body is like, yeah. because if you eat mainly whole food plant-based, it's like really alkaline. And also because the volume is high, but the calorie density is lower. So you you get to eat much more and it's, it's almost hard if you eat like a balanced whole food plant-based diet and you exercise regularly, it's almost hard to like become overweight or have excess weights when like when eating a healthy plant-based diet so like the funny thing is nico like when i was eating on uh, omnivore diets and i was training hard I, i was like squatting heavy i was i was hitting the gym like five six times a week and i thought i was eating clean right so i was like <laughs> pumping myself up with animal protein i was like eating tons of dairy products and meat and i was like on eggs like i was like every single meal And the reason I went vegan wasn't like anything related to performance or health. Like I just saw a slaughterhouse video and the ethics, I was like, so shocked. I was like, like the blindfold was ripped off. And I was like, I don't want to support that system. So I had no other choice than to go vegan. And I was like, okay, bye-bye body. Like all these gains are going to go away. Like I'm going to lose my muscles. 
But then the cool part was like, I started to educate myself and I started to find out about like, at the time there were not, not that many like athletes, but like some triathlonists and like endurance athletes. And I started to actually find out about the possible performance and health benefits. And then I got excited. I was like, wait a minute, can I actually not only like having to compromise on my performance and health, but could I actually benefit from it? And then I started to experiment and I started to see all these benefits. So that was like super cool. The, there is a big misconception about vegan athletes, right? Because looking at you, there's no way in the hell the average person would say, yeah, yeah, that woman lives off plants. Do you often get, you always get the surprise, right? When somebody actually sees you eat and it doesn't compute in their head that you're not eating meat. It doesn't make any sense. It's impossible to have a, a nice body when you do not eat meat. Does that still happen to this day? Do you still get that all yes. the time? Yes. So I'm also a CrossFit athlete, right? So yep. it, the CrossFit world is really like paleo zone diet. Like yeah. it's all yeah. about when you go to CrossFit gyms, often they have this sentence like eat meat and vegetables. So the first thing you see is eat meats, right? And um, the CrossFit mentality is really strongly still in that kind of caveman Uh, mentality and uh, I get a lot like when I started CrossFit it was horrible like people were literally telling me that I'm stupid that I can't perform as a CrossFitter on a vegan diet and they were like you're compromising my performance you're compromising your health and I was like I'm freaking gonna show you so I got like just motivation out of that of course in the start I was a little bit doubtful like I didn't tell anyone but I was like freaking out inside I was like what if they're right but then when I started to like realize that I'm actually performing better And nowadays people literally search me and, and want to be coached by me because they're like, my, my, the CrossFit coaches tell them it's impossible. And then they find me on Instagram and they're like, well, this lady is like performing really well and she has like muscles and she's vegan. So it's possible. Uh, and yeah, I, I, that's like my biggest motivation to show people that you can perform well and you can be perfectly healthy and freaking fit as, as vegan. So I think it's, it's showing by example. It's, it's the way to go. Uh There's one thing you just said. I got to take that back. You called yourself a lady. You're not 50 years old. You, you can't call yourself a lady. You're not that old. <laughs> I mean, ladies, is, is there an age limit? <laughs> in, I know in North America, when you call somebody a lady, she's normally more advanced in age. Let's say it that way. She's a bit okay. on the older side. Well, it might be a North yeah, American. I'm, I'm 28. 20, 29. Oh, yeah, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you weren't sure. Eh? The um, what would you say your biggest thing was when you first changed? Is it the inflammation? Is it the puffiness? What's the first thing that changed? Like in my health and performance? No, mostly uh, how you felt because how before felt. you before you look any different, you're gonna feel different because mm -hmm. the look will take it will take time right but you feel mm -hmm. good right away like as soon as you got mm -hmm. over the first week or so you get over it like you feel very yes. good about yourself right what was the first yeah. thing that that you noticed that was also one thing like I didn't know that feeling this good existed because I was, it's like, you know, if you're like an alcoholic, I, I think like if you're constantly a little bit tipsy or hangover, you don't remember how good it feels to be like freaking sober on point. So I felt like that was what happened to me when I, when I started eating plant-based, I did the animal products. I can't remember exactly the time frame. Like I did it gradually, but when I started to 
um, be fully plant-based. I think it was like the first couple of weeks I started to feel so much more energetic. And the biggest thing for sure that happened, was I felt like everything started to clear. Like I felt like I had been in this kind of fogginess in my head, like even my thinking, I felt like suddenly I could see so clear. I could like think so clear. I was so full of energy. I didn't have to nap. I got rid of my like joint pains and my like aches in my body because I was training hard, right? I was lifting heavy weights already. So I started to just feel so clear. And then my, my skin cleared up, my, my body, literally all the fat started to clear up. So I felt like the whole system just cleared up out of all the shit. What made you do it? We all have a reason why we decide to do this. What was yours? So um, I said, I saw a slaughterhouse video. So I, mm. um, I was aware at some level that it's in my opinion, it's wrong to abuse and kill animals. But I was kind of like living in this fairy tale world of like, yeah, but they're like happy grass-fed family farms and you know, like that kind of, of and then course. I was on, I was on, yeah, as, as everyone, right, before they go. And then I was on Facebook and I came across this series of like activist videos and mm. something was just like, okay, let's just stop this like lying to myself. And I, I started watching, it was just a couple of first seconds and I was like, that was like my, my shield broke and I was like, okay, like, this is absolutely wrong and horrible. Like, I'm not going to pay a penny to this system. And I said, like, I, I went purely for ethical reasons. And then um, I was even, like, ready to just compromise my performance and my goals and my, you know, even health. I was like, maybe I'm becoming, like, a skinny, unhealthy vegan, but whatever. Like, I think that system is so wrong that I'm willing to do that. And then like really soon after that, I started to like really get into educating myself and got really obsessed. So I started to find out about the uh, like environmental side as well. And there was also a big motivator. And then I got into the health and the performance benefits. And then it actually became like this like spiral of positivity because I was just like, win, 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 win. Like all the, everything just started to make sense. And everything was just like, I felt like I, I actually just gained so much by uh, switching plant-based. And to this day, I feel like there's like nothing that I had to compromise or give up on. So it's just been like an amazing journey. The, what was the last thing? Was there one thing that was hard to give up? Is there one thing that you really had trouble not eating? Or once your mind was made, it was just done. Nothing else matters. It's, it is what it is. I feel like I often get asked that question, like, do I ever yeah. miss anything? And for me, it's almost weird because I feel like when I see meat or dairy or eggs, I just see suffering. Like when yep. I smell in a restaurant, I just see death. I just see like, I see where it's coming from. Like, I feel disgusted, like in the sense of like, because I know what it took for that piece of mm -hmm. animal protein to get on the plate. So I wouldn't eat that even if someone would pay me. So for me, it's quite soon after, like when I saw the slaughterhouse videos, then I obviously started to find out about the dairy industry and about what happens to produce eggs. So I also lived before in the like, yeah, well, cows produce milks. Just, of course we can, you know, I didn't know. I didn't want to know. I didn't know. But once I know, once I knew, I was like, never, ever, ever anymore. So no, I never missed it. And also I, I think I went vegan at the perfect time in the sense of like, Maybe 20 years ago it was different, but 
Yeah. Like I had to vegan ice cream, vegan pizza, like everything started to come to the market. So I felt like I had trouble to try to taste everything because I was writing like a food blog. So I was like, I need to, you know, taste everything so I can tell people about all these amazing plant-based products. So I never like really went through a phase that I was like missing on um, any kind of food that I was eating before because every, everything was already veganized. I... I don't want it was the question wasn't if you missed anything because I don't miss anything either it doesn't it, mm. as you I see the suffering behind it the the question is was there something that was hard to quit back then when you decided to do it was there because I know for me it was cheese oh, that okay. was the hardest okay. hardest thing I was it took me the longest time to give up cheese and egg whites to me was just That's so typical, right Oh, as a guy that hits the gym, you have to. It's just simple. Yeah. It's easy to do. But was there? Because mm. I don't miss well, it now. Time... Thinking about it, I don't miss it. Ugh, yeah. I would need that. No, no. But okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got the time... question wrong. Then it's okay. Yeah, at the time, I was I was consuming a ton of. Do you know what's quark? No. What's that? Probably your listeners don't know that either. Like no one knows. <laughs> like it's a big thing in Finland. So quark is like yogurt but it's uh, more thick it's like a protein rich thick dairy product and it's really rich in protein and that was something that I was eating a lot because that was like mm. the easiest way to get mm. your proteins in so I was at some point probably consuming like half a kilo to a kilo of that a day I was like known in our, our sports university like people knew me as the quark girl because I love that because it's like it doesn't have any sugar. It's like, the, like yeah. macro-wise, it was the perfect product. Yeah. Even though it doesn't taste that amazing, but I was just like all gains, gains, gains. So I was eating so much quark that when I went vegan, I was like, shit, how am I gonna replace this? So that was, I think, kind of the, the biggest thing that I was relying on as protein-wise. But then as soon as, as, I, as soon as I learned the dairy product, the dairy industry, mm. I was like, I didn't have any trouble of just letting go of it and just, like being done with it we call it greek yogurt we have that thing too no it's different the greek it's yogurt not the same is, thing is much more fatty no 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 you have to google quark quark is like really low in fats um i don't know how they make it but it's a little bit more sour it's not okay. that like it doesn't taste that well unless you put something you know jam yeah. or something on it but i was like hardcore and eating it like that so, or hardcore <laughs> that's what i thought i thought i was eating clean uh, unless i learned a better way but yeah that was probably the, the the kind of biggest thing that i had to replace do you to this day get questioned because you say you do diets for people especially women do you get question about the ratio of protein to carbs that you get in mostly vegan diet because most people like me i don't eat tofu like that's no good for I'll eat it every now and then if I go to the restaurant. I'm a big fan of Thai food. So if they if they have it in there, that's fine by me. But if you eat a lot of beans or beans product, you're looking at one, th one to three, like one gram of protein for your three gram of carbs or give or take one, four, maybe one protein for four gram of carbs. Do people question that? Do people, are, are, are people worried about eating too much carbs? All the time, like actually, yeah. like when I, I like, you know, like I get constantly girls writing me if I eat carbs, which I just find mind blowing. Like our system has managed to brainwash people so much with the protein lie and with yeah. how bad carbs are that people are still, especially women, 
like freaking out of the idea that they have to eat like carbs. I'm mm-hmm. like, I live like it's more like it's the main source of energy. It's like evolution wise, that's what we the, the perfect food for us is fruits. Like if we compare ourselves, like people like to compare themselves as lions, but we are closer to apes. So yeah, like I get constantly asked about it. And of course, like protein plays a big role in like building muscle and even weight loss and, and performance and that, but it's not that hard to uh, consist a diet, especially if you are like, yeah, if you're building muscle, you need to eat a caloric sur- surplus anyway. So it's easier to get the proteins in. Of course, if there's like, a really low calorie diet and like a weight loss then there needs to be a little bit more like uh, attention paid to how to keep the calories low and the proteins high. But um, it's really easy to do nowadays. Like, well, you said you don't really like tofu, but like soy products are really rich in protein. I don't have any, anything against like organic soy products. Um, so yeah, and then, you know, tempeh and, and seeds and stuff like that. It's, it's like, once you know how to do it, it's, it's quite simple and easy. I'm a big fan of tempeh, big fan of tempeh, but Satan is, Love to make my own. Love that stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. the, so good, hey? Uh, if you know how to cook, yes. If you know how to cook. Mm. It is but harder, that's the thing, though. Right? But yeah. that's, that's like people people say also like, oh, like tofu doesn't taste like anything or tempeh, like whatever. But chicken breast also doesn't taste like anything or steak. <laughs> like if you don't cook it well, it tastes good because people flavor it with plants. Like that's just my opinion. Like once you learn how to make it properly... It's like you can you can make Satan so meat-like that meat eaters wouldn't even know the difference. But it's just like, of course, if you just eat raw or just the cooked chicken breast, it tastes like shit. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I'm going to have to say that. I never thought about it. Chicken doesn't taste like anything either. I've ate chicken twice a day for years and it tastes nothing. It's true. Yeah, I never thought I mean, about right? it. Yeah, it is yeah. absolutely true. It's the way you cook it. Absolutely. Mm, and it's plants that make it taste good anyway. It's pl- so not only does your chicken taste like the, your chicken tastes like shit normally, you need plants to make it better. Is that what you're saying? Mm, yeah, I like it. Well, that's I just like how it. it is. I'm uh, gonna I mean, steal I don't that know one. anyone who. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know anyone <laughs> who eats their, you know, meat without flavoring it anyhow, or at least without cooking it. Like I don't know anyone eating their meat raw, so what's the uh when women approach you to retain your services they know your plan base or does that come later because i'm how does that work do they approach you because you're vegan do they get to you you say you're vegan they're like what the hell is going on how so my my brand is called the like my, my i'm all over the social media as the vegan CrossFit girl. So the Mm -hmm. first thing people know is that I'm vegan and I do CrossFit. So that's like, and then they see, you know, my picture, they see I'm fit, they see I'm I'm a coach. So it's, they come to me often for that very reason that they want a coach who is vegan, who knows how to coach vegans and who is into fitness because that's like, that's becoming more and more, like more and more coaches come to the market, but still, Unfortunately, especially as I said, in the CrossFit world, it's still a lot folk, like macro focused in the sense of like, if you're vegan, you have to compromise on your performance and your, your physique goals. Um, and pe- like people obviously who are vegan, they don't want to work with someone like that. So then they rather search an expert who knows how to, how to actually co- like, co- like do the plant-based diet correctly. 
Um, so yeah, often, often the women come to me for that very reason that I'm coaching vegans and that I'm vegan myself. Are they vegan, most of them, before? Or do they become vegan as they follow your advices? How does that work? It, it's a mix, actually. Like, when I start, like, thinking, do I want to just cut only vegans? I was like, yeah. no, because I also want to work with women who are willing to become plant-based or even just more plant-based. Like, I don't have a requirement that you have to be vegan or you have to become vegan but we don't advise on any sort of animal diets and animal product uh, animal products so they know like when i do the intake calls i'm like we can only work together if you're willing to at least for the time being when i coach you to uh like eat as we as we tell you to eat like to be open to plant-based diets uh but yeah i don't really get that often that someone would not be willing because i said like they see i'm a vegan coach so that's mostly one of the reasons that they want to work with me as well but um, yeah, so as long as I can help women even just learn more about if they're interested to learn how to eat more plants, they don't have to become fully vegan, but that's already like always a win to, to help someone to eat, eat a healthy plant-based diet and, and show them how they can thrive. And then it's up to them, of course, like after we start stop working together, if they're going to continue on that or not. What's the fur? What's the number one thing they tell you? So for the for the customer for the the clients that you have that weren't vegan, after they become vegan, what's the first thing they tell you? What's the first surprise that they have after changing to a plant based diet? Because you must get that feedback all the time, right? Mm, um, often it's kind of a surprise how good plant foods are. <laughs> and how not hard it is like how easy it actually is obviously we provide also meal plans so it's quite simple to just follow our recipes and just you know just eat this and you'll be fine and then um yeah so so often they are like really positively surprised on just first of all like the taste and how simple it is and how they actually can get enough protein and then as, as what i experienced as well like increased energy levels and you know like seeing for themselves how good you can feel. Um, honestly, I don't. I have more women who are already plant-based, who I work with, yeah. than who go from totally not being vegan at all into being vegan. That's more rare, but sometimes I have that as well. So yeah, it's, it's mostly just like experimenting for themselves because we can tell people as much as we want about how amazing you're gonna feel, but unless people experience it themselves, it's mm. a different thing. You keep on saying we, who, you're, who are you referring to? You keep oh, on no, saying I meant, I meant like we, like you and me, like we, we can uh, uh, people. Uh, uh, uh. But okay, when okay. I say we, I, I work with uh, with the plant-based dietitian as well. Like I have coaches in my team, so it's it's teamwork. <laughs> ah, but that's good. That you have to recognize your team. Too many people take it, take the uh, take all the benefits from everything without ever thanking the team behind them, right? Oh no, it's always about like team and like my and we is also like you know my my partner my fiance and, and like it's always a combination i i believe like we are the people we you know spend the most time with like we're a combination the average of the five close people right so it's really important that you surround yourself with the, with the right people are you uh, do you mind if i ask something personal since you're bringing up your fiance in the question in the in, in the topic he's obviously vegan i can't see you not be dating a vegan is he, uh, does he compete? Does he do CrossFit too? Is he, because I've he seen some pictures. He's pic hardcore. 
Oh yeah, is he, he does CrossFit. He does CrossFit. He's crushing it in CrossFit, and he just recently started training for the Ironman as well. And he's like, he's crushing it in CrossFit, and not only just started Ironman on the side, which usually when you start doing a lot of endurance, like usually you know your your lifts and stuff like that goes down. But no, he's just crushing it in both. And he's like, the professionals in the Ironman, he's coaching that they're like constantly surprised like how can you be so freaking good and like you just started and you're freaking doing weightlifting and crossfit on the side so he's training like three times a day he's like crushing it and fully just on plants obviously so that's also like why we believe in this thing so hard because we live it and breathe it ourselves and we are inspiring so many other people through example like look you can be an athlete full-time you can crush it and you don't need animal proteins for it so endurance i've noticed over the years like i i watch a lot of documentaries i watch a lot of videos and it seems like endurance wise veganism is crushing it like i'm going to use your expression but it seems for some reason endurance athletes that are vegan are just killing it in endurance and i'm not sure why do you know the reason why i've never researched it but can you explain it I think there's many factors that contribute to that. As I mentioned at the start, like animal proteins are really high inflammatory foods. Of course. So when, when the body is more alkaline, it's, it thrives easier. It's a tribe, tribe diet. Um, so you're able to recover quicker. And mm. if we think of endurance sports, what is the main factor that's going to make you better? It's you have to train more because it doesn't... True it's not enough that you go three times 30 minutes to the gym. Like you literally have to train hours and hours and hours because that's what the top is doing. Like you have to be able to perform for so big of a volume. So the, the more you can optimize your recovery, which is obviously a, a lot due to your diet, the more you can train. So when you, when you eat plant foods and your body is alkaline and it's recovering and you are not putting any saturated fats and antibiotics and hormones and all the, all the bad stuff that comes together with animal proteins that people don't think about, like you're just optimizing your body to recover and perform. So I think that's like probably the main reason. And also because when you don't get all those like animal products also contain more fats and, and like saturated fat and cholesterol. So when your body is not puffy, when you don't get that extra kind of, you know, weight on you, how much easier it is to be an endurance athlete when you are like when you are muscular but you don't have any excess weight so that's also a big benefits on a plant-based diet that's easy to maintain a lean body and, and perform without carrying extra weight on you so let me ask you this uh i think i normally run my podcast for about an hour an hour 15 minutes but i'm gonna try to keep them shorter the but i always ask a question and i just thought about a question right now the, so I'm going to put you on the spot a bit, but it's not that that on the spot. I'm just making it up right now. But if You're making you me scared now, no, no, don't be, don't be. Normally, <laughs> uh, the the normally the podcast I normally run, I ask all my guests if they could talk to their 14 year old self, what would they tell them? That puts a lot of people mm. on the spot. That no, so you know mm. what? I'll ask I'll ask you the question, then I'll ask you one more after that I just thought of. If you could speak to your 14 year old self, what would you tell her? I would tell her to, um, to take it easy. Um, I, I would tell her that you're enough as you are and you're doing freaking awesome. So keep doing you. Keep doing you. I like it. That's, that's the only way to go. Huh? The, um, the question I was going to ask you, if you could speak to a 
a meat eater or some a meat eater i don't like to say that but an omnivore as you put it earlier if you could speak to an omnivore that's uh, considering a vegan diet what would you tell them to change their mind like to convince them that they should do they should get away from the meat and just go plant-based It, of course, depends a lot on the person. Um, like what side is it going to be the ethical side or the environmental side or the health and performance side that I would kind of sense that they would be most interested in. Because for some people, like literally, they consider themselves as like big animal lovers whilst they're contributing to the mass killing. So for some of them might be enough to just what's, you know, dominion or earthlings, and they might think about things a little bit differently or even just 30 seconds of slaughter footage. For some people, it wouldn't maybe make that big of a difference, but some people are like really environmentalists and not knowing, not realizing how the animal agriculture actually is destroying the planet. And then for some people, it's, it probably would be much more about the, the like personal benefits of what you can achieve, like like your health. Like even even like there, I, I know some people who are like carnivores who literally just only eat basically meats, yeah. and they honestly believe it's healthy. And I'm like, dude, like you're probably gonna get a heart attack when you're 50, like if not earlier. Like you're blocking your. Of course, I don't tell. Like it's not my job to go preach, as you said earlier as well, but. If I would have a conversation and they would honestly want to listen to what I know about diets, that would probably be a factor. Like bringing to awareness that animal protein is much more than animal protein. It has bad cholesterol, saturated fats, often antibiotic, antibiotics, hormones, and what it does inside the body. You can look freaking like people don't realize fit doesn't mean healthy. You can look freaking fit, muscular, and have abs. But people don't see what's in your body. Like your arteries might be like about to explode. Your heart might be about to get a heart attack. So that's something to remember as well. Like you can't see those things on the outside unless it actually happens and you start getting those health problems. So yeah, it depends on the person, but one of those three I would go with. That's a good answer because most people are too stuck on one single aspect of what's good about eating a plant-based diet and it's good to be able to read people to tell them okay that person probably will go for the performance or will go for the environmental or even i don't know a lot of people i have a lot of friends that are hunters you're not going to get them on killing animals they do it it doesn't matter and they do it themselves so it doesn't that doesn't impact them but maybe but maybe telling them that performance wise is the way to go who knows But that's good mm. to be able to see the difference go good for you. The mm. um, I always thought, though, if you can, you know, I think we could fix a lot of the problems if people that eat meat would have to kill their own food mm. instead of having the separation of have of paying a, a meat industry to do it for you, you. You would just say, here's the knife. You want a steak? Here's the cow. Go for it. Yeah, definitely. Because that's one thing, Nico, as well. Like I have constant conversations with people who are saying things like eating animals it's natural and it's the way we're supposed to eat but then like they wouldn't even think of killing their foods but not only that they're not willing to see how the food is made like they don't sure. i'm like okay well would you watch this slaughterhouse video i don't want to see it too you don't show it to me you're so extreme no i'm not extreme this is just how your food is made like if you can't see yourself the like how your food is produced 
like you're just you know not living really what you preach like if it's so natural it should be totally natural we should have it on the in my opinion in the meat package when you buy it in a supermarket instead of putting a cartoon happy cow on it we should actually put like tobacco is having to do now yeah. put the actual real pictures yeah. and see what what people would think in that case it would change a lot of people's views if they have to either listen to those video, those slaughterhouse. I know for me, it was Earthlings, old school video, mm. old school documentary. It, that is hard to watch and tell yourself that eating meat is okay. I know for mm. me, not happening. But yeah, listen, it's, um, I like the way you think. Good for you. You've been, do, you've been at it for a while, I can tell. So you're good at convincing people, aren't you? <laughs> I don't even need to convince people. I, I just, I'm, I'm doing me and I believe in it so strongly because that's the thing. Like there's no, there is zero like downside in it. I'm so strongly living my values. I believe so strongly that abusing and killing animals for food or for anything is wrong. And I strongly stand behind it in a loving, compassionate way, but I stand behind it. And if someone doesn't agree with me I can have a conversation but usually the conversation always ends to a point that the other party doesn't have kind of excuses or things to say anymore because it just goes to a dead end and then it's yeah. up, sometimes people are like okay literally to I don't have any excuses I'm going to try this vegan thing or they just keep believing in happy animal farms or whatever and they keep doing their thing and that's fine like I'm not like you know I can't go further than that but I'm always happy to have a constructive conversation with anyone who wants to wants to have a chat on it love to see it love to be a fly on the wall love to see it most people <laughs> will call you extreme because they don't have any comeback right yeah probably yeah well listen it's <laughs> uh we live in a hypocritical world unfortunately mm. we'd rather pay yeah. somebody to do the killing for us unfortunately yeah. what i'm about to add to that though is like I don't only blame, like, I don't blame the individuals. Like I used yeah. to be in the very same system for over 20 years myself. Like it's built in a way that it's so easy for an individual to stay ignorant and to think it's normal and to like be convinced and to, you know, justify it. But now we are coming to the edge though, that us Western people, I think it's harder and harder to pretend or to not know, like it's coming to the era that information is so much in our face that it's like hard to say like, oh, I have no clue. Like, of course, there's still a lot of people like that, but I think it's changing in the, in the world now a lot that the information is like, even just because what's happening to the planet, like we can't pretend another 50 years, like we have to take action or something's gonna happen. So I think it's just inevitable that things are going to have to change. And hopefully it's gonna be in like a positive way rather than that through like a lot of restrictions and, and a lot of like fighting and negativity but yeah I think it's just um it's the raising awareness that's gonna make allow people to make conscious decisions so that the the pushy vegans don't have to come tell you how you live your life but you actually realize that yourself like no shit the system is fucked up I don't want to contribute to that anymore but it's so easy to just play with the system if you actually don't know so that, yeah, that's just one thing that it's, I don't blame the individuals, but as soon as you start knowing, I think it's also your individual responsibility to take action because so many people are just blaming fingers to the politics and like waiting for governments to do something, but they are in the system. They're like getting profit out of the system. They won't change unless the people are going to change and de demand something different. It is uh, 
people don't understand a simple principle that's called purchasing power, right? You this mm. you can make all the legislations in the world, but if people are not convinced, it's not going to happen. You just need to put your where your money put your uh, mouth where your money is. So if you want to yeah. if you want to make vegan a thing, just make sure people buy products that are vegan. And fortunately for us, they're everywhere now. It's not like it mm. was 10 years ago when I stopped exactly. eating meat. It is not the same game at all. It, it has completely changed. Mm. And that's, There's not that's a lot of the, excuses. Exactly. And that's the, I think that that's the beauty in it as well. Like when you realize the individual, the power of an individual, like when you switch your mindset from, oh, it's just a drop in the ocean. It's not going to make a difference. Like I believe the ripple effect, like, I believe like I probably contributed, not that I'm taking any credit on it, but just like neutrally, I probably helped like over hundreds or not maybe even a thousand people mm-hmm. go vegan or more plant-based. And then they, the ripple effect just grows. So, and not only like that, but like every single meal you eat, and we often eat three to five meals a day. Most people in the Western world every single meal you vote you either impact to the positive or to the negative you either pay money for something that is in your values and that is good for the planet or better for the planet at least that is good for the animals and that might be better for your health and performance of course you can eat also really unhealthy as a vegan but the point is like every single meal several times a day you vote as you said the the wallet is how you vote it's it's not really like the politicians who are going to make the difference so when you realize the power of an individual and how much you can actually impact only with your individual choices. And then of course, how you inspire others and inform others. It's just quite cool. Like you realize that you can do a lot. Beautiful way. I'm going to finish it there. That's a beautiful, beautiful way to finish it. You really make choices with your money. You will impact the world that way. Definitely. definitely. Anything you want to say at the end, anything you want to finish on? Uh, well, if I always say like, if anyone is there on the edge or already vegan or just wants to have a chat, I'm always, my inbox is always open. So you can come find me um, on Instagram, the vegan CrossFit girl, and you can always message me and we can chat about if you need some support, if you need some help, just shoot me a message and I'm happy to, to help you with that. And I can, att- I can attest to that. I didn't know her. I didn't know Tui at all. I messaged her on on Instagram, she responded, and here we go. So she's she's telling the truth. You can actually contact her, and she'll respond to you. <laughs> Always. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me, Nico. It was a pleasure. Pleasure is all mine, believe me. <laughs>